Down to the Nub Podcast, the cigar podcast show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, cigar giveaways, interviews, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Brandon Cigar Mechanic Wells. Let's get it started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Down to the Nub, episode 69. And Brandon lost his marbles just like Tuttles in the movie Hook. <laughs> <laughs> I just destroyed the cigar because I couldn't find the right cutter for it. So there's like <laughs> stuff everywhere, and we're going, and that's just what we do. That's how it goes. I'm Other at- than that, how are you? You've had an interesting <laughs> few days. I have. Uh, I have. Yes, the lights yeah. are on now, so that's a good thing. Lights are on, uh, internet's here, obviously. Uh, power's here, so yeah, we we uh, we had an interesting few days. We we had a, a <laughs> fun few days. Um, it got really cold here for us. Listen, I know there's people listening that they're gonna go. Oh, it's really cold. It's not cold. Yeah, it was cold. Uh, it got down into the 40s for us here. Actually, got down into the 30s at night. Um, that's cold yeah and it happened overnight so we had the storm come through it brought in what i when you watch it on the the radar i was trying to pull up the radar and that's the time that everything went out um so i lost my interwebs and um al gore and everything that goes with it and all at one moment and uh (laughs) yeah it was uh it was i blame it on discord because i was on discord chatting with some people when it happened there you go uh but uh, yeah, a big old storm came through, and uh, we had a lightning strike and a thunderclap simultaneous, which is not. So I'd say time... that was close. Yeah, that's not the time you run outside holding a metal pole. Let's just say that, like, this isn't with the time foil on you, your head. You, yeah, you don't practice, you know, the baton races or, or you know, the whatever they do with the flags and, and I, I don't know, but um, we had lightning strike, thunderclap exactly the same time all power went out at the same time we have sideways rain with hail coming down like mad jeez just pelting the studio window and so i noticed it was coming down at an angle and i thought oh crap my garage doors open and it's coming down at that angle to my garage <laughs> problem number one so I, and this is as the power's thinking about going out. We had one little glitch with a lightning strike, and then the next one happened, and that's when I had just gone to open the door to the shop to walk into the garage, and that's when the lightning and clap happened at the exact same time. I was like, I'll shut the door for a minute. I'll wait for that to pass, and then I'll come out. Stuff can get wet. <laughs> yes. So, and then... Then stupid me, I run into the garage because I don't have a remote or anything with me and I wasn't going to stand there and do the code on the outside. So I run into the garage and I said, okay, I'm going to hit the button and I'm going to run and jump over the sensor. Like, we've all done it, right? Oh, yeah. So I run inside and I hit the button and nothing happens. Duh. Yeah, no kidding. There's no power, right? <laughs> Here's your know. sign. Yeah, I don't know what I expected to happen, but... I, I, so... I had to run out, so I run up to the front and I pull the the red handle and bring the garage door down and I run inside to the studio. And then I thought to myself, I just closed off the quickest access to my home uh, by shutting that door. (laughs) So now I have to go in the rain around to the front or I have to lift up the garage door. So it just was not clear thinking at the moment. I think I was um, on the last day of my juice cleanse, actually. It was. Yeah, so it was just, I was hangry. I wasn't thinking clear. Uh, everything happened at once. I was trying to get work done. I was actually in the flow of getting things done. We were there was three of us that were chatting. It was uh, uh, Tony from Shadow Smokers Legion, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Hashimoto, Hashimoto, and myself. And we were actually we were all working. <laughs> we're just kind of listening to each other work as we're chatting. <laughs> it's weird. But we were being productive, all three of us, and that's when it just went, everything went away. So what ended up happening was down at the end of my street, um, which we live in a kind of a little secluded neighborhood. There's 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 one way or two ways in, two ways out, but you can't you can come in from the south, but you cannot exit on the north. And uh, on the the west side of my home, that north south street, it 
uh, I looked down the street because I started hearing fire trucks and emergency vehicles and all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the crap happened? Yeah. And and it's never good when you hear the sirens <laughs> and they go past your house and slow down. And, and then stop. you hear them turn off. <laughs> you can, you, they're, yeah, they're still audible when they shut off. You know, they, they're still within range. when they. Sh- of course, they're not audible when they shut off. I'm still recovering from the juice cleanse. Uh, <laughs> I was going to let that one slide. <laughs> just please don't. Just beat me up on this whole thing because this is going to be horrible today. Uh, actually, last time I said that, it was a really good one. Yeah, right. I walk out the front door because the storm, we're in Arizona. So storms just go through. I walk out the front door and I look down at the end of my street and there's 1,700 fire trucks down there. Um, and I'm like, what is going on? So I get in my car, I drive down there and all nine power poles that line that street were laying on top of homes. Uh, and the metal power, power pole that's on, you know, right up against the main street was leaning like the leaning tower of Pisa. Jeez. Uh, and so I now understood why we lost power. Um, yesterday, was it yesterday they came by? So they restored power. So we were out of power all night. Uh, my wife and my kids went and stayed at the mother-in-law's house. I stayed home because, of course, you know, your power company puts on. And if, the, if you're a person that likes to break into homes, hey, here's a key on how to do it. Uh, yeah, your right. power company will put a map up of all the outages. And so I'm looking at this map going, when are we going to get our power back? But I also realized that at the same time, Anybody who has malicious intent and wants to break into the home, now is the time. All security systems are down. There's no lights. It's dark. Uh, people are probably not home because they left the hotels or to stay somewhere else. Mm-hmm. What a perfect opportunity to break into homes. Yep. So I took my wife and kids over to the mother-in-law's. My daughter was working. She comes home. She goes to the mother-in-law's. Uh, and I noticed two things. One it is pitch black in our neighborhood so and there are people driving down my street halfway very slow and then turning around and going back and i know every car in my neighborhood that belongs on my street and none of these cars belonged on my street of course not and none of them belong to the electric company or emergency services so (laughs) i said i'm gonna stay home in the cold uh, because it dropped immediately down to into the 30 i mean we had hail obviously it was cold yeah Um, the second thing I noticed is when I pulled back onto my street, my neighbor, his porch light was on and his light inside at his front window were on. Dirty rotten so, scoundrel. So I text him and I said, how do you have power and I do not? And he says, I have a little generator that's running a heater. <laughs> and I have my fireplace on and it's running a couple of our lights. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I have a generator sitting right out here, right outside my shop that will run probably a, a, the whole city block. This yeah. is massive. And uh, it just needs a small part for it to work. And I, I have not ordered the part. It's on my list of things to do. It has not been done. So now I'm going to be making that work. Because I could have had the five-ton AC unit and heat pump running. I could have had my well, you know, all three refrigerators running. I could have, I mean, everything could have been working just fine. And, and it just... I was not prepared for power poles to be falling on my neighbor's home. Fun, eventful week. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so you know, beyond that, we had uh, it was really cool. We got uh, you know, I have what three different brands right now that have received number one. Uh, you know, we have Patina Maduro that received number one under the radar from Cigar Dojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have. Um, uh, the Pledge, which is uh, Cigar Aficionados uh, and, and Cigar Dojo and Cigar Show Tim's number one. Um, if you guys don't follow Cigar Show Tim, who cares about CA? Follow Cigar Show Tim. That's the one. That's the list you want to go by. That is the uh, authority. Yeah, that is the authority. Uh, we had number one with um, uh, Espinosa. Espinosa. I know the brand. I'm trying to remember the uh, Cigar Snob. Oh, Cigar yeah. Snob Magazine um, rated the Espinosa uh, Laranja Escuro number one. And then Half Wheel had, uh, on their consensus report, uh, had the Pledge at number 11 and the uh, Casa Cueva Salamandaria at number 22. Yes. Uh, which was just awesome. So all, all those cigars hit, and it's been just 
gangbusters, awesome, beautiful for cigar mechanic brokerage this week. Yep, and and I love seeing all of the different lists that have come out uh, in the last now couple weeks as we're recording this, and uh, the one that put the biggest smile on my face was Casa Cuevas. I mean, yeah. the pledge obviously is phenomenal, but Casa Cuevas. I mean, we've talked with Lewis multiple times, had him on the show live a couple times, different things. But for a brand that's only a few years old, that is quickly becoming a name with all of the reviewers and the media outlets, whatever label you want to put on them, enough out of all the cigars for the year to make 22 on the consensus is huge for them. I mean, that's huge. I mean, because obviously of all the different cigars that are out there, but that one put the biggest smile. I, I shot Lewis a text and was like, dude, congratulations. Well-deserved. That's so awesome. And I could tell that he was just like on cloud nine, as he should have been. Yeah, I think there was two for me that really hit it. Um, you know, and, and I, I obviously I represent Espinosa and E.P. Carrillo, and I'm so, so excited for them. E.P. Carrillo's a great, great family. Uh, <coughs> if, you got to, if you got an opportunity to see their video. Yeah. <coughs> I remember my first cigar. <laughs> I'm, I didn't Bill Clinton that one, but <clears throat> it was like starting to choke right when I took the draw. And <clears throat> I'm good. Continue as you were. I yield <laughs> to the man in blue. Whenever you're finished, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in your studio right now, I'd blend into the back wall, by the way. Um, you wouldn't even see me. I'd be like Salty the Songbook. There you go. You'd blend in like a Smurf. Is that bringing some old memories for you? Salty, the Salty songbook? yes. Yeah. I always read it as S-A-L-T-Y, like he's just a really grouchy old dude. <laughs> but I realized that it was not that way, right? No. Because it was P.S. Anyways, uh, there was two that really excited me. Because Espinosa, I expect great things. They've they've hit the list before. And, and it's not to downsize any of this stuff. Because it's huge accomplishments, what, the, what they've all done. But for Patina, because Mo didn't even know... Yeah. That was cool to text him. I just sent him a screenshot of that, and he's like, "What is this?" <laughs> so that's you received uh, number one uh, under the radar from Cigar Dojo. And he was just ecstatic. He was so ecstatic. And then for um, uh, La Mandaria, when I, I I actually was able to get the video, I, I uh, mm-hmm. while it was going on live, I did the screen record on my phone and recorded that part of the video and then dude, you'll be proud of me i i screen recorded and then i edited and i shot it off to uh everybody you got into the bleep bloops yourself and made it work i'm so proud twice. of you twice wow twice <coughs> and if you go back and you watch that it's really cool because a guy was mentioned during the la mandaria uh section uh, some guy named, I don't know, Cigar Mechanic as, as a broker out in, in Arizona. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about him thanking Patrick Legreed for his help. Yeah, for Patrick's help of contacting uh, the cool dude. Uh, there you go. No, Patrick was a cool dude. I don't the know local rep that made it happen to get the photo. Yeah, it was kind of cool, though, because Patrick texted me. He's like, hey, did you catch the shout-out? I was like, dude, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm famous. <laughs> that was awesome. It was because as soon as Charlie said it, I it really, it, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, you, you hear that, and it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to hear cigar mechanic make uh, half wheel news in a major media outlet for the industry. I, I thought it was kind of cool. It, so I got I've, I got all sorts of tickled this whole this whole season of uh, of new uh, reviews and everything. There's all these little different moments that I just got really tickled by. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun for me because I looked at the list of the consensus because last year when I was with Dad Smoking Cigars, we had put out our top 10 and different things. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. You know, it said must be published by. So I didn't submit anything. I just thought, well, I published my list and we'll see what happens. Uh, and then I look at the consensus list and I was like, hey, look at that. That's that. That's my name on there. I, you didn't I made... send it to him? No, I didn't. Okay, because I, I, uh, I actually talked to Patrick. I said, are you using this one? <laughs> you gotta Good. use cigar show tim because i i one i know where your number one was i know what your list was i said this is gonna help boost some of my friends <laughs> so yep. use him use this guy too <laughs> yep no it was cool and then i'm thinking back because i was talking to somebody about it and i was like you know i didn't tell them 
but I think when I posted on Instagram that my video released, I may have tagged Half Wheel. So I may have told them without officially telling them. And But it was really cool to look in there and just be like, okay, you know, for the second year being involved in cigar reviews and things like that. But yeah. now to have my own channel and be part of it uh, was just really cool. And, and so it was fun for me to, to, you know, have a part in there and be considered one of the, the reviewers that they, they looked at. What was what was Kyle's number one on on Dad smoking cigars? I don't remember. Ooh, do remember? I do not. Was remember. it the Mandaria? No, uh, it was a smaller boutique one. Was it okay? I don't remember off the top of my head what it was, but I know it was a small small boutique brand. Okay, yeah, I was just wondering because I know that it, it La Mandaria wasn't even on the list, and then it just kind of swooped right in there and snuck in and got its spot. Yeah, I, I think it made his uh, top 10. I'm pretty sure the Lamandaria did, but I don't remember where it fell. Okay. Yep. But yeah, there were a lot of people that, that did lists. And look, there's a lot of new review channels that are out there. Oh, yeah. And there there's new ones popping up every single day. You know, whether you watch them, whether you don't, whether they have any value for you, whatever. It's it's your own, you know, perspective and, and what you want to do with it. But uh, looking at the, the list, it was also cool for me this year being able to look at the list and go oh okay you know bob submitted and you know cigar prop did and this person did and martina maya and all these different reviewers that i've become friends with over the last couple of years uh and it's cool to be in that community and in the group of people that we know are being paid attention to and listened to and and looked to for information um as far as what our take is on cigars throughout the year and so it's uh it, it's it's cool to see when you get involved in a community how the community really is is becoming the voice. Yeah. It is, and I love that Half Wheel does that. There's a weird spot on this cigar that just hits my lip and it bugs me. Um, but I can't cut past it. How do I do this? Anyways. Well, you are a cigar mechanic. So. I am. But, and, but I'm also smoking a cigar that... Um, was it came well it this came from uh what luxury cigar club yes from their um their what was it their pack called their core is it called core, core line pack? core pack yeah the core pack uh and this is the paustain paustania po po postain yeah we'll call yes. it postain uh i'm this the that's uh not gonna it's a non-focused cigar um, <laughs> uh, it's the habano in a bellicoso, which I'm not a huge fan of bellicosos, torpedoes, figurados. Um, I don't, I'm not a tapered person. Mm-hmm. But uh, just getting into it, trying to experience it, see what's going on with this. I, I think this is done by the Romacraft Factory. Okay. Right. Yeah. So we're gonna give her a whack and see what it is. It's something that I don't carry. I, you know, I'm always smoking my own brands um, that I represent. They're not my brands, but the ones I represent, and so. You told me to smoke this tonight, and then I listened. And it'll be my fault one way or the other. Yeah, if I don't like it, it's your fault. If I like it, it's um, it's your fault. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. What are you popping on, dude? <clears throat> so I went with something that I enjoy from time to time, a good trusty cigar, and I went with the Gran Habano Connecticut Number 1, and it acted for a split second like it was going to focus, and then it just said, no, forget you. I'm not going to bother. I feel like but I, I really enjoy this. That. What's that? I feel like we should do a whole show about that, just trying to make stuff focus on the camera. Oh, I got it. And I didn't. Do you have to get a running start at it? I wonder if that's what it does. Almost like you have to trick it. Interesting. We should do the entire show. Here, let's see if I can get it. Ready? For go. everybody listening, they're like, what's, look at, what's, look at. you got it again. Dude, I'm good. You so lucky. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, so so I'm I'm puffing on the Gran Habano Connecticut Number One, which just is it, it's just a great mild cigar, balanced flavors. It's one of the few cigars that that I pick up some notes that I've heard other reviewers mention, you know, and some of them go the crazy abstract route. But there's a little bit of a toasted marshmallow note in there uh, that I don't pick up on any other cigar, but it's really balanced. It's not overly sweet and all that kind of stuff. But I, I enjoy this one. So that's what I'm puffing on tonight. 
and all that End stuff. Of I'm not going to be a reviewer. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I won't review you, it, but I'll tell you what I'm tasting. <laughs> I love how you catch yourself going into review mode. I know, right? You do, because you, you you just you're used to you're used to being on the camera by yourself now, doing your own reviews, and so it's just you talking. And now there's somebody else, and we're not here to review cigars. Yeah, it's got these toasted notes and ah, <laughs> and uh, I will stop now and, and that's it. just smoke the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. What else you got going on, man? How's your week been, brother? It's been good. Roasting a lot of coffee. It's rained quite a bit out here in Southern California, um, which has been nice because I got to turn off the sprinklers and my yard's being watered by God. And that's the greatest part because it doesn't cost me anything. And let's face it, that's the best water to put on your plants and flowers and grass and all that because it doesn't have any of the chemicals and filtration and treatment and all the other BS that's, you know, in our water that normally runs through your pipes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just been roasting quite a bit of coffee. Uh, I got a little creative today uh, and, and, I've been roasting my coffee in a certain setup and doing some different things, and I needed a, a new table base for setting up uh, my roasting process. And so I just looked around and thought, well, I've got four by four posts. I can go buy a quarter sheet of plywood and make something. So I did. And so I made a new little stand platform for me to roast coffee at, and it's working fantastic. But yeah, uh, coffee's been busy. It's been picking up, been roasting orders, talking to getting some coffee samples out to a couple different restaurants to be checking out and we'll see what happens see if it keeps growing dude i like it i like it i got to spend today talking with uh with with tony from shadow smokers and we were working on uh stickers for for a project that we're working on and Uh some, some tape or some like like sticker strips or tape for for this project we're working on and it's looking really really cool because it's this like it's this laser cut uh or laser printed holographic like what you would see on um you know mlb swag or you know nba oh swag, yeah the, the authenticating stuff that you know you can never duplicate even though it's all made in china and you can duplicate it yeah um, right yeah because <laughs> there are no loyalties there uh, but we were working on the designs for these things, and it, dude, they're turning out sick. That's awesome. Sick. And then we came up with this whole other idea for another project, and, or part of the project, but an expansion of it. And I'm not going to say it here, but no. one day you may see this really cool, cool uh, expansion. And, it, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a dream come true for me. That would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. so cool. I'll tell you off air. The rest of you. <laughs> neener, neener, neener. So check this out. I got something I want to throw you away and see what it, what okay. it says to you. Because I was reading this today in my devotional. So I'm going to shift gears. Do it. Uh, I'm going to shift gears here real, right away. Because uh, I love this. Uh, it's uh, this year. We are not made to be at war with ourselves. The enemy wishes to keep us bent, twisted, stressed, and out of focus with our walk with God. Jesus paints a different picture with his very words. Don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. Take my peace. In other words, settle down, my friend. It's going to be okay. Chill out. And then yeah. it says, find a minute, kick your feet, kick up your feet, ignore the stress and the worries. Is that possible for you? Hmm. I was like, oh, he's asking me. <laughs> Yes, God, I just had no power for a day and a half. That was when I did it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a time for me to, to, to just ignore the stress, settle down, right? Uh, no. Kick your feet up. It is freezing in my house. I'm making sure my family is safe and I'm protecting my home. Eh, kick your feet up. You know, it, it, like, but that's the time that you need to the most. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that hit me with this. It was, it, so the verse that started this was, uh, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid john 14 27 mm-hmm. how does that sit with you uh it, it's it's not a comfortable chair uh, <laughs> no but it's it, it's good because i mean 
how many times do we tell ourselves or do we tell somebody else in a busy, stressful time, you know what, just just disconnect for a little bit, take a break, and, and you know, just, just sort of enjoy, enjoy some downtime. And, like, that's the, a phrase that we use, enjoy downtime or go have some downtime or disconnect or yeah. turn off your phone or do all these different things. But how many of us, when we disconnect, will do it with a peaceful mentality, with a peaceful mind and go, okay, this is where I just – not need to go, okay, I've disconnected, so what else am I going to fill it with? I'm just going to sit and, I mean, I'll just say it, commune with God. Just be with Him. And a lot of times, we don't. We fill it with other things that we can use in place as a, a pacifier to really enjoy the peace that He gives us. And, I mean, I, I'm one... I don't like sitting still for too long. I enjoy having downtime, but I don't like sitting still for too long. Uh, I mean, ask ask my wife. She'll tell you there are times where I enjoy sitting and doing nothing for an entire day. But for the most part, even on those days, I'll go and fiddle in the garage for 20 minutes or go do this or start a puzzle or whatever it is. But to truly be at peace with being peaceful is not something that comes naturally to me and probably a lot of other people. And so it's an interesting, it's an interesting perspective when it put that way of how do you unwind? How do you relax? And do you go to him when you unwind or do you do it your own way? Yeah. Now let me go deeper on that one. Do it. Because, uh, Psalms, uh, what is this? Psalms 34, 18. I'm just gonna go straight to 18 because there's, there's a lot before that. That's really cool. We might jump into some of that. But, uh, and this is the first time I think we've actually quoted scripture on here, by the way. Nice. Um, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Ooh. Dude. So I'm reading this and I'm, I, I'm just, I'm blown away. Cause what was it a month ago? I'm talking to you and say, Hey dude, uh, your, your, your family has that place. Can, you know, can, can I go there? Can I go there with you? Because I know, you know, idle hands belong to the devil. Don't be alone. So if I'm going to a place to be idle, meaning being still and being quiet, um, I still want to do that. But I also want to know that I have a warrior brother there with me uh, because idle hands belong to the devil. And it's Accountability. very easy in that silence to hear the voices that pull you away when the intention is to be there to be closer. So I love the idea of taking that quiet time and just mm -hmm. chill out. When's the last time you kicked your feet up? And, you know, it's interesting because uh, I don't do that very often. Mm. By very often, I mean not at all. And because I just go, 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 go. I mean, we've got, we've got the cigar mechanic brokerage. We're, we're bringing, you know, we're re, uh, bringing back to life the Let's Roll Foundation. Um, I've got House of Rejects, which is, t you know, taking life with the, the church, um, developing this, putting that together. We're, I'm doing hat, I'm doing quotes for hats and t-shirts right now. Um, you know, cause we do the embroidery and the screen printing. I, I just always have to be going. Plus I've got the family, the two daughters, um, all that stuff. So I'm always going because I, I learned at a very, very young age to keep myself extremely busy mm -hmm. because that would hopefully keep me out of trouble. <laughs> it, it didn't at a young age when I wanted a ton of attention and I was a street pharmacist uh, that, you know, I, I got the attention. Um, yeah, right. Uh, not in the right way or the way that was healthy, but I still got it. Um, but now to hear that uh, just chill out put your feet up and be with god um, it's beautiful to know that i'm in a place in my life for once that i feel comfortable being silent and just hearing god and even if even if hearing god is not hearing anything maybe that's just what i need right then just absolute just unadulterated <laughs> silence mm -hmm. sometimes is just so so beautiful and i'm still i, I still want to take that time this covid crap needs to go away because i still want to yeah. go and just take some of that time i want to go just like you and i go somewhere uh spend a little bit of time just in absolute silence no phone no no computers no nothing 
uh, just silence yep. from the world. Uh, and I've noticed that that's gotten better. As I've disconnected from politics, I, I'm hearing more. So I, I, think, I think you can even take this and find your peace and take those moments, settle down. Um, I, I think you can find that in just in different aspects of your life too. Get rid of the clutter. Settle down on your Facebook. If you're if you're finding yourself getting worked up in areas and and being attacking on people, delete that. I, I've literally gone and deleted friends from Facebook because all they do is post this political crap. I have no idea what's going. You know, people go, "Oh, what do you think about what Biden did?" And you know, on his first day in office, I'm like, I, I have no idea what to think because I don't know what he did. I just don't care. There's nothing I, just I can do my at life. this point. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. So, because I found myself getting so worked up into it, and it's it, it was taking away what I needed to hear. So, I look into this a little bit deeper too. It's not just always having to go and find that place of silence. It's maybe sometimes it's getting rid of the noise. Yeah. So that you can hear. Yep. See, and, and you and I are wired very similarly because I'm a go 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 kind of guy also and I learned at a young age to just always be fiddling and busy and part of it is being the youngest of four kids and every one of us had our own things going on and for a lot of time you know for a few years I was the only kid at home so I just found ways to keep myself busy the converse of that is I learned how to always overbook and keep myself busy and not learn what balance is and so it's a good thing to learn how to keep yourself busy so you don't get into trouble, but it's bad when you take it to the point of being so busy, you don't know how to balance being normal and how right. to prioritize and how to manage your time and how to get things done. And, you know, time management is one of the areas that personally I feel I do a pretty decent job with, but I went through a season where I had to learn how to reprioritize what was truly important and not what I filled my time with trying to make important. And yeah. so I've had to learn that and, and realize that prioritizing downtime is a good thing when I can do it the right way and not prioritize downtime is, oh, I'm going to sit here and stare at the TV for three hours and disconnect and be, you know, brainless. And from time to time, you know, to catch up and watch a few shows and do that, there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's the way that the only way that you unplug and disconnect and can feel like you recharge, then you're still overfilling your entertainment in your life and your activity in your life because you're still depending on something else to keep you entertained instead of enjoying I mean, you look at John 15, so the next chapter goes to abiding in Christ. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me bears much fruit, and apart from me you can do that. I mean, goes through all of that. But when you, when you look at abiding in Christ, it is full, complete, total dependence uh, being wrapped up in continuously, continuously held when you go into the Greek. But it's, it's complete dependence on Christ for everything, for busyness, for work, for provisions, for rest, for all of that. And one of the greatest ways that I heard it explained was by the author Francis Chan from the university I used to work at. He came and spoke and he said, uh, my daughter is pregnant and the grandchild of mine inside her womb right now has no choice but to depend on everything coming from my daughter. And when we get to the point where we are the child in the womb, depending on God, for everything, for sustenance, for oxygen, for life, for activity, for provisions, for food, for health, for all of that, until we get to that point, we haven't learned to how, how to truly trust Him and also how to abide, knowing that there are times where nothing will go on and that needs to be comfortable. And that needs to be some of the most beautiful times you ever experience. Yeah, and those are the beautiful times because those are times you get to hear. And, and what do you do with those times? I love how you bring up, you know, the television, and, and I know that there's some nights that I will sit down and watch TV, obviously not the other night because we had no power, but there's nights that I just need to silence my mind, and it's interesting because I go to the I go to the television for this, this stupid, useless entertainment, not to say that the television's bad, um, 
But when I start going there for that useless entertainment to quiet my mind instead of going to God and praying, um, that becomes dangerous. Um, it becomes it, it makes me start wondering why am I not taking it to Christ and saying, hey, I need I, I silence my mind. Is there something I need to hear? Why is my mind distracted? Why mm -hmm. am I losing sleep? Because sleep deprivation is another way that we can let things in. Oh, yeah. Um, and the devil can get in because we start making poor decisions. We're not thinking straight. You know, and the battles between the spirit and the flesh, and when you can weaken the flesh, um, that battle gets tough. Mm -hmm. That battle gets real tough. And I, I love I love in 18 that the, I read earlier where it says, the Lord, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Um, that is just for me when I hear that it's another confirmation of being excited by adversity mm -hmm. because when you feel like you're crushed in spirit that's when the Lord is closest to you when you're feeling broken hearted that's when the Lord is closest to you and he's saying I've got you my son mm -hmm. I've got you um, lean on me and yeah, there's, and... there's so much peace in that like I find so much peace and joy and and listen when you stub the toe it hurts but it will regrow and it'll probably regrow with a callus and you won't stub it as hard the next time or you'll learn where that step is there's lessons to be learned and there's there's pain that we go through for those lessons but as we're learning that that's when that's when daddy comes along because i know when you when you start praying it's daddy mm -hmm. and that's when daddy comes along and uh and and helps and puts the band-aid on when we say you got this what do I need to heal? Yeah, it, it it takes me back to our good friend Steve Ryder. Oh yeah. When when his wife tragically passed away, uh, and he he and I talked a little bit through through it, not very much at all. But he said, Tim, it's the times that I'm alone that I feel the support of everybody the most. Mm. And that support's only going to come through Christ. It's only going to come through the body of Christ praying for uplifting encouraging and it doesn't even mean a text message encouragement it doesn't even mean a phone call encouragement but christ gave us the holy spirit as a helper as someone there to um, be a source of comfort and also to allow us to feel and know when we're on the hearts and the minds of other people i mean i was talking with uh, i was talking with kyle with dad smoking cigars back a week ago over this place helping him build a studio and one of my cousins came up in conversation and was talking about it and different things. And 20 minutes later, that same cousin texted me and said, hey, you were on my mind. Just wanted mm -hmm. to check in and see how you're doing. And I said, that's hilarious because you were just on my mind and in a conversation I was having with a buddy. That's the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit does to comfort us and, and getting back to the whole Steve situation and, and when we quiet ourselves and when we get to those places, that's where the Holy Spirit's comfort that Christ sent to be as that person, that entity, that being for us when he left and went back to, you know, take his place on the right on the throne of the right hand of God. That is where that comfort comes from. And being in a time of being alone can also be in a place of feeling the most loved, um, taken care of, comforted, and appreciated, and all those other words that you can use to describe it where if you're truly alone with God, you're truly never alone. There are people that will make themselves be alone and not focus on God, not bring God into it, and it's truly all them. Now, he hasn't gone anywhere, but they haven't brought him in. And so they feel alone, they feel empty, they feel all those different emotions that can lead to and contribute towards the advancement of mental health you know, issues and mental illness. God's always there. And it's a matter of us, when we're alone, knowing that he's there, acknowledging he's there, and resting and abiding in his presence. And I love that because I think so many people miss that. I didn't understand this as a kid. Um, and when I say as a kid, I mean until I was 39. <laughs> but I, it, it never made sense to me how somebody could lose a loved one in their life. Uh, especially somebody close, like a wife or a husband or a child. God, child, man. No parent should ever have to go through that. But no. 
how they can still be in that moment and praise God, not be angry at him. And it's interesting because I hear so many people blame God for their problems and praise God for their, their good times. Oh, God's rewarding me. <laughs> no, uh, sorry. God's punishing me. <laughs> Doubly wrong. Um, it's, it's amazing to, but I, but it, but even though I knew that that wasn't true, like I knew that God didn't punish and God didn't, there's not this reward punishment thing like teeter totter. Oh, you've been a good boy because you gave, you helped grandma across the street. I'm going to give you the winning lottery numbers. It's not how this works. No. It's, it's those times when you lose that loved one. And I look at Steve and this, he was probably the first one that I understood and said, I get it. Because that's when you lean on him and say, hey, I need you. I'm here. Please come in. And I think at those times when you when you go through your struggles, and just in life in general, but especially in those struggles, when you can have that, that click realization of, I need to invite him in. And I go back to something we talked about before, where it's, uh, you know, where people feel like our life as Christians is we're just, you know, God's got his hand up our arse and, you know, treating us like puppets and moving our mouth. And that's what you guys believe in. And God just, you know, no, it's we're not puppets. I'm not Kermit the Frog uh, sitting here waiting for God to move me. Um, I have the freedom of choice, and that's the one thing he will never take away from us. Mm hmm. So it is by choice that we let him in. It's not by choice that he walks with us or that he's there because he's always there. And so to me, it's the freight that the words that always come to me is welcome home, my son. And it's in those moments that it's like, God, please come in, please take this. And in our hardest times and in our greatest times and our happiest of times, God, this is yours. I welcome you into this place. Mm -hmm. Please come into the, my darkest, deepest rooms, the things that I have hidden the most, the stuff that I just refuse to battle. Come into those rooms, expose me, work with me, walk with me. Please, I need you. And I love that because he's the guiding light in those dark rooms when you let him in. And so I think that's there's so much peace that comes with that. And again, it's not always having to escape to an uh, an ocean paradise, which I, I still I still want to do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I would like the physical representation of you, Jesus, please. Um, and I will when when this COVID crap's over. I'm going straight to Samoa, and I'm spending a week. But there you go. Um, and maybe I'll drag you with me. Um, there we go. Yeah. So. But it's it is finding that peace by inviting him in, and just saying. So it, it helped me understand Steve uh, a lot and what he was going through because I just never ever could grasp that concept. And it's not taught in the church. No, it's not. It's like say this prayer and Jesus will be a part of your life and everything will be happy, slappy, crappy. No, it's this isn't how it works guys there, there's battles there's struggles but how do you look at those times do you get excited by them or do you get down into i'm gonna get all excited now do you get down and depressed about them do you get beat up by them do you allow those moments to drag you down because that's what the devil wants to do those battles are there listen you've been creating these habits for 20 years for 30 years for 40 years 50 60 years however long you've been around doing the same crap over and over again expecting different results which you should be medicated because it's insane but mm -hmm. Uh, medication just covers it. The reality is, is you just say, Christ, come into this and believe it. Have the faith in it. Because it's not the words you say, it's the faith and the intention behind those words and the actual giving up and releasing of yourself and saying, this is yours. How do you need me? Where do you need me? What do you need me to do? And then be silent and then do it put the action oh wait we forgot that step didn't we i have to do something i have to do something <coughs> put the yep. action in without expectation of reward without yes. expectation of anything go in and do what you're told to do and again you have the freedom of choice as a child 
being raised, we tell our kids, clean your room. And then I go into the office and I come back in and your room's not clean. You're laying on your phone. Clean your room. Go back in, go back. The room's still not clean. They have that choice. Mm -hmm. There's consequences of your decision. And that doesn't mean God said, oh, you didn't listen to me, so now I'm taking away your cell phone. (laughs) It's just, hey, here's the path. And if you go down that path, this is where you're going to end up. And here's the path I'm suggesting. Now, also the other thing, and I think we've mentioned this before, is, uh, and and my friend Jason said it tonight, is, hey, you know, uh, know, Tim, we're going to cross the street. And what does Tim do? Runs across the street, gets hit by a car. But God, you said we're crossing the street. He says, yeah, I showed you where we're going, but I needed you to go to the crosswalk, wait for the light, and cross appropriately. Got to do it the right way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So how do you want me? That's where the stop, listen, and are you going to run ahead and look back and go, I got this, God, thanks? Or are you going to say, oh, wait, yeah, you are my guiding light. Let me follow you. Yeah, it... it... One of the reasons, and I'll take it back, we, we talked about movies and different things, you know, in the past episodes. One of the reasons I love, because we talked about finding the spiritual tones in so many different movies. One of the things I love about the movie, The Polar Express, is even though it's Santa and Christmas and all those different things, the fact that every time in that movie, they want the little boy to hear the bells in the movie, they pull out every other sound. So he just hears the pure noise of that bell ringing. Mm-hmm. And that is how I associate being quiet with Christ. Everything else falls to the wayside. And all I want to hear is the bell ring. All I want to hear is, God, what you're going to say, even if you don't say anything. Everything else needs to fall to the wayside. But it's a step further than that, and it's when he goes to ring the bell, when it's given to him, he knows when he shakes the bell, it will ring. Hmm. So he not only silences everything else, but he goes in having the faith, knowing that when I ring this bell, it will still ring for my ears. And how many times in our Christian life do we sit quietly and go, no, I sat quietly, I prayed to God, I didn't hear anything. God doesn't want to tell me anything. No, no, no. Did you go in there expecting an answer? Or did you go in there saying, God, I know you're here. If you're going to say anything, I'm listening. With an expectation of, I'm going to tune in just to you. And if the bell doesn't ring in that prayer and in that quiet time, it doesn't mean the bell's broken. It doesn't mean your ears are broken. It means it wasn't the right time to ring the bell and God wasn't ready to share what he is going to reveal to you. And I would actually love that about that movie. I would actually flip that. Hmm. You're not ready to hear what God needs to tell you. Yes. Because I think God, I mean, I, I know God is always ready. So you're not ready to hear what God has to tell you or has to share with you because you might be in the mode because he knows you better than you know yourself that you he says we're going over here and you run across the street and get hit by the car and he doesn't want you to get by that car so you might not be ready we're not ready for a game of frogger don't go yet yeah and and i love i love sitting down in silence and saying (laughs) what do you need me to hear because if i hear silence and that's what i need to hear if i hear something else and that's what i need to hear what do you need? And I feel like by asking that question in that way, you don't mean words. Like it, it's the words are big to me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I ask, what do you need me to hear? It erases all expectation. All. Yep. It's even it's... asking for the expectations. Yeah. It's like praying for patience. People go, oh, I'm praying for patience. And God just keeps delaying the answer, delaying the answer. He's teaching you patience, idiot. <laughs> Why you don't you ask hurry up for patience. <laughs> I, I want to be patient, but hurry up with the answer. Oh, then you, why did you ask for patience? Can you hurry up and show me patience? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, no. Oh, That's one of my favorite things, too. It's like, shut up and speak. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what does that even mean? It's just, just shut up and speak. It's like the old U2 lyric. Running to stand still. Yeah. 
I went running so I could stand still. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I just love that. I, I feel the more that we can release those expectations because who am I and have expectations on my creator? <laughs> just, all right, God. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I, I want it done this way. Like, I, I feel I've, I almost, I, I've gotten to the point now, I have a hard time praying for healing. And I don't know why, but that just bothers me because I feel like I'm asking for what I want mm. versus asking for what is his will. And I think instead of praying for healing, I've gotten um, a lot better about praying that um, I can hear what he needs to hear in this moment and that his will be done. Because yeah. maybe that person at this moment, maybe maybe the passing of a person, it's their time to go. And maybe the passing of that person is going to make changes and affect families or generations or a future that I might not even see. Mm -hmm. um, who am I to judge that? And yeah, obviously I want to spend in my, in my flesh and my, in my selfishness, I would like to spend more time with a, a, a certain person or an animal or whatever that is, but maybe that's not what's needed. And if I have that expectation, then it creates an anger because the expectation is not met, which, which just corrupts the mind and puts noise. And I can't hear what I needed to hear from the situation. So the loss is still there, mm -hmm. but I've lost so much more because I don't get to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I've, prayed for healing the because of having lost friends and you know loved ones and different things to a, a number of different illnesses or tragic situations or whatever it may be i learned in probably high school high school or college but i'm gonna say high school that uh praying to heal someone like you just mentioned may not be god's will yeah and so the way i've been praying since then is if it's your will god heal this person if not help us cope with what your will is and understand that it's your will and it's the best way yeah give me peace of mind help me hear what it is i need to hear help me see what it is i need to see open my eyes free my heart silence my mind and allow me to be with you man that's so freeing mm -hmm. just so incredibly freeing because i have zero zero expectations it's entirely by his design and his desire yep which is what we want anyways yeah a hundred percent you look at Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And people go, cool, I can give God a Christmas list and I'll get everything on it. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. Because when you're truly delighting yourself in the Lord and in his presence and, and living a life worthy of the calling which you have been called, the desires of your heart become desiring what God wants for you. Mm -hmm. The desires of your heart aren't for what you want to see happen. It's God, what do you need to happen when you want it to happen, how you want it to happen. And that's what I want the most. But we get it so twisted and backwards of, oh, I get to go to God with my grocery list. And hey, can you go pick <laughs> these things up for me? N no, sorry. They're all sold out of all of those because that's not how it goes. It doesn't say in, say in the Bible that, that, uh, that God is our servant. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Nowhere. Oh, I must have misread that verse then. That must be somewhere else. That must be in another book that's not the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> man, this got deep, dude. I love it. I do too, man. I I, I really do. I love it. We've been going through that uh, through that core um, in my Wednesday night Bible study as well, and we only had five guys show up tonight, um, which I, I quite honestly I was very very frustrated at. I don't know. I don't mm. think any of them even listen to this podcast, and I've asked them all to. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, but it was interesting cause we still had a great night and I, I started the evening pretty frustrated uh, mm. because I had an expectation from the men in my group. Um, 
and and what what I expected them and, and I had to realize that I needed to let that go so that the night could go where it needed to go and one of the guys brought up something that um, he felt that he couldn't share with the entire group but because the five people that were in that room the other four for him um, allowed him to open up and share some some information and, and he's he's a pretty typically closed off guy with guy with most people so it's really cool because you know god still used this and he says i ah, remember i got this and it, it turned out to be uh, just a really really neat night mm. uh, with the group so oh you have a little faith watch what i can do i know even when I feel like I, I'm, I, even when I feel like I, I've got this, I, I know I don't. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, right. Uh, and and here we are getting to this this development of this church and this house of rejects, and I'm just like, okay, this is yours. <laughs> you told me to start this. It's here. Can, can you do something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's next? Can, can we can we move? Okay, fine. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm not asking for patience, but I'll wait. I'm done waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hurry but up? I, but I pushed 30 seconds on the microwave and it dinged. So your time's up. God, give me what yeah. I want. Come on, let's go. <laughs> time's a ticking. I got stuff to do. Shut up, Siri. I'm not talking to you. You're not God. You're Siri. You're designed by Apple. And you The don't... symbol of sin entering the world. Yeah. They're, why is it that they're always listening? Yes, they are. That's okay. I have Google in here, so it's listening also. Google's listening to you, too. Mm-hmm. Mine is a dude with an Australian accent. Nice. Yeah. I kind of felt like I didn't want <laughs> um, a, a kind, sweethearted lady giving me directions. <laughs> Turn left. No. Porky. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, when I was using the uh, the ways app there was a, a point where and it may still be available i don't use it anymore but where you could actually go in and it took like 45 minutes to do but you could record your voice saying all the commands and so i went in and i recorded every single command with my voice so that the only person that told me how to get somewhere was myself yeah <laughs> yeah my buddy had uh, cookie monster yes he had cookie monster and the other, i think the, the other one he had was uh iced tea that's funny yeah so it turned out pretty cool because you you had all these you could get all these different voices telling you where to go and uh you know from rap stars to cartoon characters telling you where to go but uh and you know me it's always a cartoon in my brain so um and i, I think maybe god talks to me as cookie monster sometimes <laughs> that's entirely possible yeah i use the characters from cars for a while before i switch it over to my voice and it just got annoying yeah isn't it annoying hearing yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's really bad when you're hearing yourself say, slow down ahead, and I'm like, shut up, Tim. I want to keep going. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you think you know better than yourself? What's wrong with you? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anyways, man. All right, we kind of went all over the place with this one, but uh, I, I, I mean, I, I love it. I, I love when we get yeah. to get deep like this because I learn so much, and it's about, to me, it's that devotional in the morning that I wake up to every single morning. And quite honestly, the last couple of mornings I haven't done it. And maybe that's why lightning struck uh, because I <laughs> didn't start my morning with God. Well, wake uh, up. Yeah, God's like you've been doing it. <laughs> Power out. What are you gonna do now, son? <laughs> Open my book. No, I need to hold my gun and watch the front door. Yeah, and the funny thing is, it's uh, and we've talked about this too, like flipping evil on its on its head, right? And my mm -hmm. devotionals on my phone, which is the number one thing people grab when they wake up in the morning, because your alarm clock's on your phone, so you grab it to shut it off, and you look, and you go straight to what Facebook and emails and phone calls, which I've done the last couple of days, and they've been frustrating days. But when I start my day with devotional coffee, TurboJackCoffee.com, and there you go. A, a little workout, um, which because that's all I can get in right now because I'm fat and out of shape. But when I start my day with those things, um, I'm seeing progression, which is a cool thing because even in the workout, I'm seeing progression. You mm -hmm. know, I, you know, even if you start with five push-ups and then tomorrow you do six, and then your arms are really weak, so maybe you only do three, and then you do seven. Uh, 
but it's you see that slight progression and i'm seeing the same thing by reading the devotional every day um, mm -hmm. and i'm finding myself actually i'm gonna I, I really should do this tim you need to encourage me uh i need your help with this because i'm noticing that when i go back and i read what i wrote i was like that could be a really cool devotional so i actually might be able to write a book in the next year by taking the devotional that i'm reading and expanding and going deeper into it hmm. with my own devotionals so i don't know we might have a cigar mechanic devotional here in 2022 that'd be kind of cool that would be cool i mean i i can understand how that comes together because i took 15 years of my walk with god and put it together in a book back six seven years ago five six years ago called rewind to zero and uh, that's essentially what I did. So I know how exciting it can be to put down what God has taught you into a book and, and put it down on paper and how much it can impact because we'll have to do that one on another episode because the, the things that have come out of me listening to God not do anything knowing or thinking that it was going to have a greater purpose other than me literally just getting my thoughts out and putting them on paper because I was dared to do it by a friend. <laughs> uh, the, the way that he can use that, oh, man, it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it really can be. And that that's um it's cool to see the way that he works. Um, mm -hmm. because it is he works in mysterious ways and it's it's amazing. The yeah, I think about the the time that um I I called you. I think it was I called you. Um and and you're like I was going to call you. Mhm. Mm and uh it was just one of those moments we just we knew we needed to be talking. And yeah. um so we did. It's yep. Just, it's really cool. I love being in sync with people too, uh, with my brothers and the warriors that I'm that I'm training with. Um, it's it's really cool to be in sync with those guys because you somebody comes on your heart and they shoot you a text or you shoot them a text. And I'm like, I was just thinking about you. It, it's really cool. Yep, I love it. Yeah. Well, I think it's about time we wrap up this episode. Yeah, why I not? Think everybody's just like, oh, that was heavy, but they're all. Also going, oh, man, I got so much to process. We'll go and be alone and be quiet and tune everything out and listen to this again and then listen to God. Yeah. So, yeah and then share it with your friends. See what absolutely. They yeah. So if you're not already, click on the uh, subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, click subscribe, ring that bell so you get notified every time we put out a new episode to go live on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, for the live shows where we get to hang out and talk with you and have a great time with somebody from the industry uh, or a cigar enthusiast in general. And then right there below Brandon, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at Down to the Nub. And then we do have a Patreon. And if you would like to support that, we've got some cool ideas and things that we're working on for our Patreon supporters. It's patreon.com slash down to the nub. And if you're listening on any of these, uh, the podcast platforms, then uh, thank you so much for doing that and jump over to YouTube and subscribe and then you can stare at ugly mugs and, you know, hear it another way. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, why not? We'll see. And and, and, and all, as always, guys, uh, support some of these smaller companies too. I want to bring this out real quick just before we close it out. You mm -hmm. got you know, your coffee company, TurboJetCoffee.com, which is doing amazing stuff. Um, and you're, that thing, God's blessing that company like crazy. You're, you're growing. There's a lot of opportunities coming your way and, um, mm -hmm. we're in constant prayer about that. I think that's pretty cool stuff. Um, little guy cigar shop, get on and support them. Little guy cigar shop.com. Uh, really cool friend of ours down in Tucson, Arizona started up. There you go. Uh, started up his, uh, cigar company with some, uh, encouragement, uh, from some brothers. And uh, it's got a really cool deal right now. Uh, when this releases, you could still going on. You you pick up a six pack of patina, or a box of patina. Either way, you get raffle tickets to win one of two really cool uh, new era flex fit patina hats. So a six pack gets you a uh, single ticket, and a box gets you three tickets. A box is only sixteen cigars, so totally it's a affordable. Very affordable box. Um, He's got some other great Casa Cuevas deals. He's always doing some stuff, really cool stuff. Good, great boutique brands and awesome dude. So get on and support him as well. And uh, what was it? LittleGuysCigarShop.com. Oh, it's CM10. We have a code there. Yes, use the code CM10, CM10. And you might save just a little more than 10% on your purchase. Yeah, just a little bit more. And that's also included on the, the raffle deal too. Boom. Yeah, so 
get out and support those little guys. We appreciate all your support as always. We uh, we love that you listen in. Um, I, I actually went back and listened to some of our own episodes, which is weird. We'll get into that in another episode. <laughs> uh, weird in a good way. But I was driving along from Vegas, listening to some of our own episodes. And I got to say, I got inspired by your voice. So, um, oh, somebody just popped in. Anyways, uh, love you guys. We appreciate all of you guys for all your support, everything you're doing. And uh, please continue to support and share this with all of your friends and family. And we will catch you on the next one. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.